My name's Josh, I'm one of the pastors here at Wild Street. Great to see you all. Welcome to those who are online who can't be here because of COVID. We'd love to see you when that's possible. Uh, I want to start by showing you a video on the screen. And uh, the things you notice are, uh, I'm the bigger one who's in the back. Uh, you'll notice a slight British accent from my time spent living in England. Uh, I want you to particularly pay attention to the words that I say. And Nate's going to remember to pause it before it gets to the end. When I was five years old, the best news ever, the best gift ever for me was that I didn't get a Barbie for Christmas. Let me explain. This is how my mum tells the story. When I was five, my mum said for the entire year that if I was naughty, I was going to get a Barbie for Christmas. And so every time I got in trouble, she'd say, Josh, you're going to get a Barbie for Christmas. And when I chased my cats with tennis rackets and tried to hit them, she'd say, you're going to get a Barbie for Christmas. When I was mean to my brother, she'd say, you're going to get a Barbie for Christmas. Uh, When I played with a ball inside and broke stuff, she'd say, look out, you're going to get a Barbie for Christmas. And so Christmas morning came around and I came downstairs, went to the presents, I opened my first one, it's not a Barbie. I opened my second present, Still not a Barbie, opened my third one, it still wasn't a Barbie, and then on that day, not a single Barbie was opened in the Phillips household, and I said, Mum, I still didn't get a Barbie, and I was a bit confused at first, and then I realised I didn't get a Barbie, this was the best gift I could ever get at five years old. Tonight we're talking about the best gift ever, and I want to ask a question, what is it that makes something the best gift ever? Because there's all kinds of really good gifts out there, aren't there? Uh, Earlier this year, for my 30th birthday, my wife flew us to Movie World for the day. We got up early in the morning, flew to Movie World, did all the rides, flew back in the night. It was a really good gift. Uh, Maybe for you tomorrow morning, you're hoping that under the tree, uh, there's going to be a puppy. You'll hear some noises. That would be your perfect gift. Uh, Maybe for you, it's something that's handmade that would kind of show that the other person's put in an effort. Maybe it would be a relaxing spa and massage weekend to de-stress from a big year. Or, or maybe for you it's just time with the family. Time away from work, you can put the phone away and just spend quality time with your family. Uh, there's all kinds of really good gifts that are out there. And, and the thing about a really good gift, right, is that it usually does two things. Really good gifts deal with the problem that you have and then they give you something that you really need. Really good gifts, they deal with a problem that you have and they give you something you really need. Uh, My wife Zoe and I, we love camping, uh, but the biggest problem about camping is that you're cramped into a tiny tent for an entire week and then you don't sleep at all because you wake up super early when the sun comes in and turns your bedroom into a sauna. Uh, But a really good gift we got this year was a 10-person spacious tent that has like dark room lining on the inside of it so that the sun doesn't come through and you can actually sleep in. And we went camping a few weeks ago. It was fantastic. And the thing about a new tent is that it deals with kind of the biggest problems of camping and it gives us that kind of restful holiday that we really need at the end of the year. Really good gifts, they deal with a problem that you have and they give you something that you really need. But what is it that makes something not just a really good gift, but the best gift ever? Well, the thing is, the best gift ever has got to be the thing that deals with your biggest problem ever and then gives you the thing that you need the most, right? 
Because if it doesn't do those two things, well, then it can't be the best gift ever. The best gift ever has to deal with your biggest problem and give you the thing you need the most. And tonight, God wants you to know and to receive the best gift you could ever get. Uh, You might have your own idea about what the best gift ever is, but at Christmas time, we celebrate what God says is the best gift ever. And what God says is the best gift ever is to do with the birth of a kid from an unmarried virgin in a backwater town 2,000 years ago. Sounds kind of weird. How could that possibly be the best gift ever? There's no way that's better than a dog. We're going to look from a verse in the Bible that tells us why. It's from a book in the Bible called Romans, and this is what it says. It should be up on the screen. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And there's three things to see about the best gift ever in this verse. We see our biggest problem ever, we see the thing we need the most, and we find out how to get the best gift ever. So let's have a look at it. Let's look at at the first part, the biggest problem ever. If you want to understand the best gift ever, you have to understand the biggest problem ever. And the biggest problem ever is sin. Sin might be a word that you've heard of before. Uh, when, When the Bible talks about sin, ultimately it says that sin is a wrong order problem. Sin is putting ourselves first and putting God last. Sin is putting ourselves first and putting God last. See, God, He made the world, He made us, He's the ruler of the world. And the thing is that since God made it, He's number one over everything. He rules, He made it. But He made us to be number two under Him. It's incredible. But the Bible tells us that sin is when we get that order wrong, when we make ourselves number one instead of God. And the thing is that it doesn't work. When we take God out of first place, it's terrible. I'm going to get some friends to come up to show you when you get the order right, things are great. When you get the order wrong, why don't you come up on the stage up here so everyone can see you. So we've got our friends Cooper and Ben, they're going to drop down into a human pyramid. You might have said these before and it works when Naomi jumps up and you've got the bigger guys on the bottom, the smaller people on the top. Give them a round of applause. Well done. Fantastic. Now when they hop down, when you get the order right, things are great. When you start to get the order wrong, so if I get Naomi to drop down, and then we get the boys to just kind of jump on top, and no, 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 don't worry about it, don't worry about it, that'll that'll probably not go too well. You can hop down, well done guys, thank you very much. When you get the order right, things work well, it's beautiful, it's how it's meant to be. When you get the order wrong, it's terrible, and it's the same with us in God. When you get the order wrong, it's terrible. But the thing about sin is that the wage or the consequence of sin is it's far worse than getting a pyramid wrong. See, when you get a pyramid wrong, you'll get a carpet burn, you might hurt your shoulder a little bit. But this passage from the Bible says that the wages of sin, the consequences of sin, is death. Eternally. Eternally disconnected from the God who gives life under His judgment. It's completely awful. It's the biggest consequence that any person can face. And the even worse news is, the Bible tells us that every single person has sinned. Every person has put themselves first instead of God at some point. And so every person will receive the wages, the consequence of our sin. is death. Do you know that? Do you know that you're a sinner? I'm a sinner. I put myself before God all the time. I do what I want to do. 
not what God wants me to do. And if you're honest with yourself, you do as well. So we put ourselves first all the time when we, when we lie, when we swear, when we're short-tempered with our children, when we refuse to forgive someone, when we look lustfully at another person. It's kind of all ways that we say, God, I know what you want me to do, but I'm going to do what I want to do here. I'm going to do what's right for me. I want to run my own life. I'm going to live as though you don't exist, like you're dead to me. We put ourselves first and God last, and the wages for our actions is death. It's a massive problem. We think we've got lots of problems, don't we? Let, let me show you some of the big problems that we face. Uh, over Christmas time, I'm going to be eating stacks and stacks of chips and dip. I love chips and dip. Have you ever had this problem? Have you ever had the problem where you go for some dip with your chip and then your chip kind of breaks off in it and you think, I've got to pull out the big daddy rescue chip to get that one. You put that one in and that breaks off too and then you just chips it all. It just doesn't work. It's a problem we have, or I, I have. Have you ever been watching a movie or YouTube on your phone and then you realize right towards the end, my Wi-Fi wasn't on. I've been using my data the whole time and it's the first day of the month and I have no data left. It's a huge problem. We face lots of problems in life. Maybe you've had more serious problems though. Maybe you've had the problem of something like losing your job or you know someone that's lost their job. and It's an awful, serious problem. Or maybe you've had bad health. Maybe you've been sick for some time. A lot of us have really big problems in life and they can be scary and hard and, and overwhelming. But none of those problems are as big as the problem of sin. Because death and eternal separation from God and every good thing is by far the worst thing that can happen to us. Sin is our biggest problem, and it's not even close. And so whatever the best gift ever is, it's got to deal with this, our biggest problem ever. That's the first thing. The second thing you need to know about the best gift ever is that it has to be the thing that you need the most, right? And the thing you need the most is eternal life. You'll see it on the passage on the screen. Any other gift you can get ultimately won't last. See, I really love our new tent. But the reality is, is that in a few years' time, it'll get rips in it, the rain will come in, and we'll just need to get a new one. A relaxing spa and massage weekend is fantastic, I've heard, but you're going to be stressed. If there's anything we've learned about the last two years, you're going to be stressed again in a few weeks' time. and It'll just undo all of the gain that you got. And even if you could give the gift of health to someone, it still won't last. If you're really sick, it would be fantastic if a doctor could give you the gift of health, and they might. But the sad reality is, is that even if you could give everyone the gift of health and everyone gets better, it's only temporary. All of us will still one day die. Not so with eternal life. Eternal life is the one gift that lasts forever. It can't be taken away. It's amazing. And, and even more than that, it's not just the best gift because it goes forever. It's the most quality gift as well. Eternal life's the best gift ever because it's, it's not just about the length of life. It's not just this life longer. The Bible says that eternal life is life where there's no more brokenness, no more broken relationships, no more sickness. 
Life where there's never ever a reason to cry or have pain. It's a life of perfect relationship with God and each other in a perfect place forever. It's incredible. There's nothing else like it. There's no other gift that's even close. Any other gift that you can think of is trivial compared to eternal life. If you really get what eternal life is, you'll realize that you want it and that you desperately need it more than anything. So how do you get it? We'll have a look back to the verse on the screen. The free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The gift is in Jesus, who he is and what he's done. Who he is is the, the two words either side of his name. He is Christ and Lord. See, Christ, it's not his last name. It's not a nickname. It's his title. Christ means God's chosen king, a king that God promised would come to rule and to save the world. Jesus is the Christ. And he's also the Lord, the, the very name which is used for the God who made the world. Jesus isn't just a, a special person. He's God himself, the king who's come in the flesh. And what has he done to become the best gift ever? Well, at Christmas we celebrate that Jesus was born as a baby, but of course he didn't stay a baby. He grew up, and then there was something different about Jesus, which was different to every single person who's lived before and after him. Do you know what it is? He never sinned. He always put God first. And because he never sinned, the wages of his life is not death, but eternal life. He's the only person that doesn't deserve to die, but to live forever. But he did die. Christ Jesus, the Lord, died. That is an astonishing thing to say. That Jesus, the King of the universe, God himself, the only one who doesn't deserve to die, died. But he didn't die for no reason. Jesus died to deal with our biggest problem and to give us what we need the most. He died to deal with our sin and to give us eternal life. The wages for sin is death, but Jesus pays the price so that we don't have to. See, when Jesus died, he kind of swapped places with us so that everything that we deserve gets put onto Jesus. And then everything that Jesus deserves gets given to us. At Jesus' death on the cross, all of our sin was put onto him. He took the punishment. He suffered death so that we don't have to. It's incredible. Jesus kind of moved into our place so that we could take his. While Jesus gets sin, we get to be seen as sinless. While Jesus gets death, we get eternal life. Jesus' death fixes our biggest problem and gives us what we need the most. For the wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. It's incredible. Can you see why Jesus is the best gift ever? And the thing is, God wants to give you this gift for free. The question is, will you accept it? Will you accept the free gift of God for you? Will you accept the best gift ever? There's all kinds of really good gifts out there. But there's only one that deals with your biggest problem and gives you the thing you need the most. So as we open lots of great gifts this year, God wants to remind you of the best gift ever. 
Will you accept it? If you already have, enjoy the gifts you get tomorrow, but remember and rejoice that you already have the best gift ever. Let me pray. Father, thank you so much that at Christmas time we can remember and celebrate the birth of the King of the universe, God himself, who became a person. Thank you so much that Jesus didn't stay a baby, but he grew up, he lived a perfect life, and that he would die so that we can have life. Thank you that Jesus is the best gift ever, that we might have our sins dealt with and enjoy eternal life in perfect relationship with you and each other in the perfect place forever and ever. Please help us to remember that this Christmas. Amen. Our band's going to come up and we're going to stay seated. They're going to sing an item for us, marveling at who Jesus is and what he's done.